set in the There's a ton of everyone. That was my pitch. We are living in a world on fire, full of sickness, disease, and fear. The world has made profit more important than the health of people. Thankfully, we still have a way back to a healthy spirit, mind, and body. The purpose of this Nature Makes the Rules podcast is to let people of all ages know that they can still have a strong and healthy life, no matter what the rest of the world is saying or doing. We invite you to join us, Dr. Joe and Eileen, for the Nature Makes the Rules podcast. Well, welcome back to the Spine Geek Podcast, where nature makes the rules. My name is Jeff, your host, and uh, as always, the, uh, the 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 talent, the the brains of this operation here, are with me, Doctors Joe and Eileen Arve. And uh, guys, we're continuing a conversation that we are having about uh, the mind, the brain. The you know, today we're going to talk about mental health, and I'm super excited about this because. You know, what people probably don't realize is that in the world of podcasting, you know, there's there's show prep and there's conversations that happens, you know, off the air. And one of the great mistakes that happens is that we often do shows off the air, meaning we get into really good conversations. And so we were just doing that. Fortunately, we had enough self-control to end it after about two minutes and say, wait, we got to get recording here. So going to be a fun conversation today. I'm really, really looking forward to this one and uh, how we'll learn from each other. So, uh, so Doc, tell me, what, what do you got on your mind today? Where are we going with this? And uh, why don't you get us going? Uh, well, the name of the show is the nature is that nature makes the rules. And that's truth. Sorry, absolute truth. Mm-hmm. Nature makes the rules. Mm-hmm. And nature's God, 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 the Bible, creation, Genesis, made the rules that nature is to follow. The first rule is called mentalism, and that's every thought we have matters. So mental health could be called thought health. Amen. Right? Yes. Thought health. So if you are mentally weak, then your thoughts are weak. And why? Right? And again, we're not going to go down psychology, but we're going to go back to spirit, mind, and body. So you have three planes. You have the spirit life, right? And um, you have... If your if your spirit's connected to the what well, we believe and we understand and we've lived that your spirit should be connected to Jesus and that's good and that not only does that just guarantee heaven, you know the gospel says watch the chosen, <laughs> um, but then you have eternal life but also you have life here on earth, and so your thoughts now you can have what's called the mind of Christ. That thought now there's a lot of Christians out there that that have thoughts that are self destructive and we'll get to that in a minute, but you have a whole plane. Where spiritually, you need to make sure that you're connected to Jesus and that you are who he says you are, you do it. So you basically, you it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. It says, you know, love God, love others. Yeah. So spiritually, our my mind goes to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for today. Thank you for what you're going to do. You have an active role in my life. So that's where my thoughts go, right? Where Jesus is king, I'm not king, right? Jesus is not just on Sundays. Jesus is every waking moment of my life. So spiritually, Mrs. Arvey and I have a connection with Jesus. You know, and there's three parts of this. So our thoughts are very aware that Jesus is real in our life, right? Yes. Okay. Number two is our mind or your soul, but it's our mind. It's our emotions. It's our thoughts. It's our will. Well, who controls that? Do we give our spirit on Sundays to Jesus, but then Monday through Saturday? Then it's like, well, no. It's a 24-7, 365 thing. So now 
mentally, if our thoughts still aren't flowing down from our spirit into our mind, then Jesus has rule over our mind, our thoughts too, which means that there's these Ten Commandments, um, which are really good ideas. Thou shall not steal, thou shall not covet, thou shall not cheat on your wife, thou shall not cuss. Those are just good thoughts, if you would, to have to align yourself to. Am I doing so far so good? Okay. So, again, mental health or thought health is realizing that there's spiritual thoughts, there's emotional thoughts, and then those all lead to our physical body. Because people would say, well, conscious mind versus subconscious programming. That's all part of science of how God made our bodies. Because when we pray, when you look in the Bible, we pray consciously, God, please help me. But then there's also this prayer language. People say the gift of tongues, the gift of fire, your, you know, the tower, the babble, that whole story. What are they talking about, right? Well, there's a whole sub. If you look at the book Healing Codes, you look at the Bible, Paul says, I pray in my spiritual language to edify the mind, edify the body. That's when you're praying to this subconscious thing. Why do visualization? Why does goal setting? Why does affirmations? Why is writing out your goals every day? Why did when you flunked a spelling word way back when they made you write it a hundred times because you are, you are not just talking to your, it's called whole brain therapy. Conscious is part of the brain, but then there's another part of the brain. They say, we only use 10% of our brain. What about the other 90%? Mm -hmm. Well, use it. Well, how do I use it? (laughs) By your thoughts, by your repetition, by your habits. And again, if, okay, Here's this really gross. You're going to hate this one, Mrs. Harvey. But if I pick my nose, that's a really bad habit, right? I may not know why I don't. I pick my nose, but there's something in my brain telling me to pick my nose. Consciously, I'm not aware of it, but subconsciously, I just start picking my nose. Well, if it's a habit. If it's a, it's a habit, right? Not. So if we know, how do I know if I have any thoughts that are subconsciously affecting my life? Look at your life. Look around. Are there any habits you don't like? Yeah. Well, oh, smoking. Well, I just can't quit. I, I can't quit. I, I tried. No, you're going to have to rethink your thoughts. You're going to have to rethink your reasons why you want to smoke. Or why, why you think you like it. Or why you think mm-hmm. you like it. Mm-hmm. Or why you think that's the solution. Boy, that opens up a whole nother world as far as dopamine and, and brain hormones and stuff. That may be the next show. But everything we do, all our behavior can be traced back to hormones and thoughts inside of our body. But I don't think every thought you have is yours. So that's why I think well, God, God says take your thoughts captive because there's some weird things that just pop up and I'm like, sorry, Lord, that is not my thought. Forgive yeah. me. And so, like, I'll put on the full armor of God every day because things pop in my head and right. I'm like, what? Where that's did that come from? Thought, yeah. And it's, I'm like, I don't, that's not me. I don't think that way. And, but and, they doesn't mean that it's like, whoop, that, that I don't get them. Right. So John 10, again, if you look to scripture, John 10, 10, it's the devil wants to steal, kill, and destroy. So what has your attention? From the minute you wake up, what has your attention? And that's the thought process. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. thought health is going to dictate whether you have a good mood or a bad mood. Spiritually connected, great, okay? But emotionally connected, what kind of mood are you in? And what... well, I'm just in a bad mood. Well, why? Mm-hmm. It's right. your mood to choy. It's right. your mood to m- evaluate. Mood to, to, to evaluate, too. right? Mm-hmm. So we really have to look at mental health, emotional health, our thought life, and we have to really take every thought captive. Right. And and then we have to fill it. We mm-hmm. have to fill it because again, sickness, disease, early death starts in the mind 
first. Right. There's a lot of people who smoke all their life and they never get cancer. The people who eat healthy and 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 and, and exercise, and yet they end up with cancer, heart disease, diabetes. What's the difference? A lot of it is in their thought life. Right. What 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 do you think? Do you you know it's like can you do it? Can you not do it? I mean, I think that if if you if you think about things, you're you're like and you're faced with it and you actually go to the details of it and go, okay, am, am I believing I can do this? Like pass this test, or am I thinking that I can't do this? Pass this test. You know, what 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 really am I thinking? And evaluate and dig a little deeper because your mind can help you pass that test or not pass that test. You know what I'm saying? And if we're really going to get to the root of, of, of evil, the root of sickness and disease in our bodies, if we really want to raise up healthy children, then we have to be consciously aware of what we're thinking and communicate that. Because once we talked about in the last show, once we found Mrs. Arve's body making cancer, the good news is that she had the confidence and the ability and the desire to want to change that mm-hmm. and fix that. Mm-hmm. That willpower is not enough. If we were to start around the cancer protocols and stuff like that, but didn't change the thought process first and loved her up and said, no, you're not checking out on me. I'm going to start crying. I need you here to raise these kids. Don't leave them alone. Don't leave, don't leave me alone to raise these kids. I can't handle more kids. kids at one time. If you leave me, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> but yes. that's the thing. She had the tools, but lots of times in America now, as Christians, we have the tools for victory. We're just not putting on the armor. We're not using right. the armor wisely. Right. And so we have to really take captive of our thought health. Right. Is that it? Would you allow that your child to feel that or to think that way about themselves? So no. why are you thinking that way about yourselves? Because again, your cells are listening. Your body is listening. Your hormones are listening. Stress does kill. Stress makes us gain weight and stress makes us do things like the Ben and Jerry's demon hits us about 10 o'clock at night and thinks we want ice cream. will fix our stress, fix our mind, fix our emotions. And so where does that start? It all starts in your thought health. I agree. I agree. Cause if you don't, if you don't really care, cause you think that something in your mind is saying, Oh, I don't really care. They don't really care. No one really cares. You will act that out with your choices of Am I going to eat well? Am I going to exercise? Am I going to this? Am I going to that? Yeah. Yeah. So nature makes the rules. Um, the rules are um, not by it. It's just whatever you tell your brain, your brain's going to create. It's yeah. like it's where it is. Right. And so if nature makes the rules, then what are the rules? What you think matters. Right. Because I would, I would even say to even go a little further is that I was an aerobic instructor. I was teaching aerobics. Um, so I was getting oxygen in my body. I was healthy. I was strong. I was fit. I was not did not have any weight problems, didn't have any of that. And I still had a brain issue mm-hmm. about not needing to be there. Right. You had a thought and issue. And some of it, you know, some of it was like some of the awful dreams I would get. Mm-hmm. I would get these awful dreams. And and then I would think that they were real and not get mad at you, mm-hmm. you know, but they weren't real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that hurts our but again, those thoughts. So we again. Take every thought captive. Yes. You know, is this what God feels about you? If you don't know what God thinks about you, then we need to figure out what that is. And so, and again, I like resources like Joyce Myers. We have resources here. If you just text us, 303-457-8080, we can send you some of the uh, PDFs we have as far as what we use in our practice, as far as changing this mindset. Um, the the world, the word really we, we pray over people and I speak over people is shalom. So shalom is not just hello or goodbye. Shalom is like the number one, 
tool for thought health, mental health, is shalom is a state of saying, okay, right now, because God loves me and God's the king of my life, Jesus is the king of my life, I'm not the king, I'm not on the throne, Jesus is, that shalom means there's nothing broken right now, there's nothing missing in my life, and there's nothing lacking. That I'm not perfect, I may not be where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be, today's okay, but today is a choice to control my thoughts, Yeah. So, to, but I believe that I'm good. That there's there's nothing broken, there's nothing missing, there's nothing lacking in me because that's what God says, and those around me who love me believe the same way too as well. Right. And then da- daily affirmations. I mean, we are like really big on daily affirmations because honestly, saying it, it's like fake it till you make it. Right. So you say it, and you then you're like, yes, I believe this. Yes, I believe this. And then you know you're gonna turn around like in a week, two weeks, and all, and you're really gonna truly believe it because you're saying it and you're feeling it and you're reading it every day. Yep. Uh, affirmations really can can like like Earl says, it's a repetition and it nourishes you. So and it nourishes your emotions so that you are gonna you're gonna go there. And you're the gonna, emotions gonna, are it's key. It's gonna be reality soon enough. So so again, if you set a goal, if you set a desire, um, it, it's basically. The emotions have to be the word like, okay, I, I want to quit smoking. Why? Because uh, I want to be around for my grandkids. Okay, so what does that feel like being around for your grandkids? And if you can bring just the words and the emotions and the thoughts, then your brain, then your brain's like, all right, they're serious. We'll make it happen. And, mm-hmm. and that's really what it's yeah. what it's all about. So, and again, you may not feel like it. Again, I like listening to different people, and you know, I've heard Joe Olstein talk about. Um, now, don't just turn us off because we said Joel Olstein or anything else or subconscious mind, you bunch of Christians. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, he's like, sometimes when I'm saying these affirmations, I'm like, no, I'm lying to myself right now. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> when you first start, yeah, yeah it might be. You, 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 so you're not, <laughs> Here's my 10 lies. <laughs> and the Bible says, speak that which is not as if it was. So you're not lying. You know, it's just getting your thoughts in order. Doc, I remember reading um, years ago a book that I thought was excellent. It was called The Body Keeps the Score. Um, And in that book, I mean, it argued kind of like at a cellular level, we store some of these thoughts and thinking and, you know, if it's negative, it's whatever. Uh, When people go through trauma, you know, significant life events or whatever, that we carry these things at 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 a cellular level. And so I hear you talking about like the positive stuff and just projecting and just, you know, again, thinking what we talked about last episode, which was as a man thinks he becomes, what impact, if any, do you see and how do you understand what some of these negative things can do in terms of how we store them in our physiology and how they affect us? And then what do we do about it? You got 20 hours? <laughs> Let's. Well, that's the whole point of this because it's so deep with mental health, thought health. So, uh, and again, we have this in our PDFs. I have this in the master class. I'm actually finishing right now called Your Child's Brain Makes the Rules. So great segue. Thanks for the commercial. But you have to understand there's, there's, let's, let's, let's use, if you would, grass right now. If I take grass seed and I put it in the ground and I water it, the water's an input. The input releases that grass seed to make grass. The output is green grass. So a thought releases input to the brain. The brain's going to send an output message to the body or to the cell, like you said. So thoughts create an input to the brain. The brain creates a response or an output to the body, in this case, a cell. If that input is healthy and strong and and what in alignment with health, then the brain's going to release an output to the cell that's going to give health to the cell. 
But if the thought is negative, or then it's going to send negative message to the brain, and that brain's going to send negative to the cell, and it's going to have a negative impact on the cell. Yes, we were we were in actually London for the Olympics, and there was a like I, it starts with the K. His name is starts with the K, and he photographed things. He photographed um, uh, ice ice particles when somebody said bad thing. Yes, you're, yes. You're, and the then I, there was the, a, the, that. Yes, the and vibration the, of the words. Yes, yes. and then there was, you, there was even the Japanese negative. Guy. The negative could kill a plant, and the positive could make a plant grow. It was just beautiful, but they would t- they would photograph on the cellular level, just like what you're talking about. Right. When people would use positive or negative, they did all these experiments, and it's it's mind blowing. But you get to see that what our, our what words can kill. Yes. Our, our, and our words can give you life. Yes. And there's a, if you look at YouTube, it's 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 a Japanese guy, and he talked about the bowls of rice and plants. Yes. And they'd walk by every day, and they'd say to the plant, "I love you," or they walk to the plant and say, "I hate you." And then the, if the rice would like mold or something with the, that, and then the other rice wouldn't do any, oh, it's right. just amazing. And and again, for those people out there, oh, the subconscious, no, no, that, this is exactly what we're talking yep. about. Yep. And so the devil would love you to believe, oh, no, this is a hogwash. It doesn't okay, matter. Doesn't it doesn't matter, but it does. Yeah. So words matter. But where do the words come from? <laughs> my my thoughts. So if I have strong thought health, strong mental health, then right. my words reflect that. So I say more or less, I love you, not I hate you. But if I have weak health, Weak thought health, mental yeah. health. Then my words just back up that, and it, it's a it's a sequence or it's a cascade that right. starts with our thoughts, then our beliefs, then our words, right? Then the the habits just happen because, but it all starts with a right. thought. Because if somebody says to you this, 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 you say you know like a, a parent says to a kid, yeah, oh, you're stupid, you're this, whatever, right? And then or, or or you've got or you say that to yourself. I mean, it's the same thing. It's just still those words that shouldn't be said to yourself or to your kids. It shouldn't right. be derogatory. It should always be lifting them up. It should always be positive. And and the thing is, getting back to this, just the power of this, and why I get. I mean, I spend. I've spent the last four years trying to put words to what we're talking about right now. Nobody, and again, forgive me. I mean, again, we're all Christians, so you're easily offended. That's okay. Nobody's born a Hitler. Nobody's born a Hitler. Hitler, basically, we're all babies, right? We're all born babies. Now, yeah, we have a sin nature. I get that. But we all have an intelligence. We mm-hmm. all have. No one's. These kids are walking into schools and shooting their friends and stuff like that. They weren't born that way. They weren't predestined to do that, right? Right. That started with a thought. Right. It, 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 it started with a thought that either somebody they trusted had about them, and then that thought manifested into a belief, and then that belief gave words, right? And sometimes they express those words on social media. And then that led to an action. Or they did an action and let something else in. Right. And so then they're reacting on that action too. Which so. which comes from another concept I talk about in our seminars called, you know, because people say, how could this happen? This guy was a nice guy. How did, could they go and shoot? We know that, well, in the brain, there's a safety. There's a there's a safety that, that okay, you hear people say, I'm sad, but I'm not suicidal. I'm depressed, but I'm not going to kill myself. Why? Because your safety is still on. You're, 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 you're in a bad mood. I mean, again, in the Bible, we talked, Elijah was sad. He wanted to die, but he wasn't going to kill himself. And he allowed God to come and nourish him, right? Right. The problem in our world today is that when you're not mentally well, your thought life's not well, and you go to the doctor and they give you a medication, that pharmacia has a side effect, which means it flips the brain safety off 
So now your behavior, if you think, oh, I'm going to go shoot myself, I'm going to go shoot somebody else, all these SSRIs, all these medications that they're using for mental health issues right now, if you try to get in the military, they're not going to give you a gun because your past health history, because, because they know mentally because they know your safety's they, off. You may not know, but they know. Right. So you have a lot of these people who have are being treated for mental illness, medicated, and they're not changing their thought life. They're not changing their belief system. They're not changing their habits. They're just trying to put duct tape over the oil light. And man, that's just setting things up for the perfect storm. And that's when we look at the history of all these evil things we see happening. These people are doing evil, you know, not all bad day. No, this is evil they're doing. It all started many years before with a thought. And that's why we're trying to help people understand in this show to capture every thought to make sure you know where it's going. Right. Right. And and on uh, Psalms 1, verse 33, this is wisdom talking. But whoever listens to me will live in safety and be at ease without fear of harm. That is wisdom saying that. If you believe in wisdom, which is the fear of God. So you need to choose the fear of the Lord. Um, and, and that's wisdom. Yeah. Because, again, everything you have in your life right now, everything you look around, start with a thought. It yeah. started with a thought. There's a really good there's a really good book out there and it's called The Traveler's Gift. Um, you know, it's like not everything's 100%, but um it is a very good book and it this this person, I'm not sure where this person goes, but this person um gets to meet all these people and these people are like, "Oh, we've been waiting for you." And so they 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 meet. I think they meet um Oh, they meet a, they meet two presidents. One of them is Abraham Lincoln, but they meet another president. Then they meet this other person, and, and oh, they meet Solomon. They go in there, and he gives them a, they give him a, a scroll, and the scroll is this little nugget of wisdom. And so that is even little things where they, you know, they want you to use that as an affirmation later. But it's a good word, and it's a good it's a, it's a good place to start. Even you know, you I think you've got there's there's seven. He met seven people, and they each gave him a scroll, and it was and some of it is like accept personal responsibility. What you say, accept responsibility. Another one was, you know, there's you need to have action and perseverance, and it was just it was just really good. But it's a, it's a simple, easy place to start called yeah. the Traveler's Gift. I don't know who wrote it, but it's 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 a good book. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it's um it's Andy Andrews, excellent book, and I I yeah definitely a, a oh. good recommend. Um, I you know I want to ask a question too, and we kind of tiptoed on this last time, and we just kind of ran out of time, and it just you know for whatever reason, but it's still on my brain. Um, Eileen, you just said something that kind of reminded me of this and doc, you said something earlier, you know, the difference between having maybe a negative thought versus a perpetual negative thought. And let me explain, you know, like I, I see people sometimes, um, I see this with parents a lot of times, maybe they'll, they'll make a comment to a kid, uh, like for example, you make bad decisions as opposed to you made a bad decision, right? That, that sort of thing. And, and I see that sometimes those things take root in someone's life. Now, it would be accurate to say, you know, if your kid was firing spitballs across, across the classroom in their class and they go, whatever, yeah, you made a bad decision. That was a bad decision. But to say you make bad decisions kind of becomes one of those, like, self-fulfilling prophecies if we're not careful. And I wonder how many people are are carrying those kinds of things where they've come to believe it's not that I just made a bad decision. I make a bad decision. It's not that just I... You know, I failed at something. I am a failure or whatever. Can you talk about the difference? Do you see that difference between, you know, those sort of one-time statements that are accurate to a moment versus like the existential ones that, that people uh, kind of adopt and believe? And what, how, would you, how would you address that? How do you speak to that? The first thing that comes to my mind is that as a parent, we, we had to 
we struggled with that, uh, how, how to say it the right way. And so we were like, so we are praying and God says, see them how I see them. And so, you know, that see them how they're going to be in the future as an adult. So that you're speaking to that as opposed to what the mishaps they may be choosing to do right now. And so I think that's a start is that you're like, no, this person is going to, it ha- may have like the whole strong-willed child was really big when my kids were little. And it's like, no, see them how they're going to be because it's like, I'm, so to me, I'm, I, I encourage parents, I'm like, that's a good thing. They're not just going to go and follow the crowd. They're going to be a leader. You know, think of it that way. Yeah, you know? we, di- we didn't allow terrible twos. Sorry. Oh, well, wait till they're teenagers. What do you mean wait till they're teenagers? No, we're sowing this into them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, teaser for next show, we're going to get into the how the, the brain hormones and chemistry and how your habits affect this. But, you know, getting to the thoughts where the cells and your body's listening and your identity and who you are, that you believe what you, be careful what you think about yourself because right. you, 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 that's what your body's going to be making. Mm-hmm. And, and again, let's just assume that everybody has roots of negativity in our lives. Don't think, well, not me. You know, right. I never, oh, no, 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 you do. You're just not aware of it. But look at you, look at your habits. Is there anything in, in there? You know, is your, is your thought life, you know, mental health okay? You know, are you a loving person? Look around you, you know, ask your friends, you know, ask your, ask, ask people you love the most. Yeah, like, like, ask, like, what is, what is one thing that you see that I, that I do that I don't like about myself? It could work, and, yeah. And, and maybe work through just that one thing or, you know, and then, or, or you don't even ask the other person or someone says, oh, you always do that, you know? And then you say, okay, and then take it, take it and then take it to the Lord and say, Lord, what, what is this? Is there, is there a root with this thing? Is this something that was said to me? And he's going to show you. Right. And if it's something like, oh, well, you know, your parents used to said that, or they said at one time and then you decided to wear it, you know, kind of thing. Well, and so that you just, but you take it to the Lord and then you say, change this in me. And then when you see yourself doing it, just say, Holy Spirit, you know, point this out to me. And honestly, God is faithful to show you these things. Because blind spots are real. Yeah. You don't, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, you know, someone's like, well, it's it's their fault. Well, listen, when you have one finger pointing at somebody else, you got three more pointing back at you. And that's why, like with Jeff, with your marriage counseling, I mean, if you guys aren't getting a hold, get a hold of Jeff for marriage counseling, because the thing is, is that he'll see things in the relationship that you both may not be aware of, or you right. may think it's, it's her fault or it's his fault. No, you both need to work on this aspect of your life. And once you can learn to communicate, and so again, we always tried to speak to the vision and to what we thought our children could become. We always caught them doing things good, not always doing things bad. We would let them know which behaviors or what foods or what thoughts or what friends, you know, that's not your friend or that is your friend. Not you're always, you're dumb. We didn't want, we, we didn't want to curse. Yeah, we we wanted to bless our children and not put curses on them. Right. And, and I think also we, we would also say, We've not walked in their shoes. You don't know what somebody else is going through. I mean, even, even you know, as you drive and all that, you, you don't know what somebody else is going through. I mean, maybe they're dealing with, you know, family tragedies or whatever. And so it's just, it's more like a, you know, don't assume, you know, all these jerks that are right. driving with you or whatever. <laughs> I'm you know glad what you I'm brought saying? that up. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but it's a, it's a, it's a, you you don't know what they're going through and yeah. you don't know what people spoke over them anyways, you right. know, but try, you try to be the better person. Yeah. Somebody has to choose to speak well. Mm-hmm. And so if, if you look at your life, you look at the things as far as your health, especially if your body's not healthy, 
I mean, if, if, if you're on medications for something that's been diagnosed, then that problem started in your thought life. Okay. Mm-hmm. It didn't start with the first Big Mac, <laughs> you know, so you can fix it. That's the good news about this whole show is that nature makes right. the rules, right. not man. And you, you can change your health. You can change your future. You can change your family. You can change your culture. But where does it start? With your thoughts. It does. And you don't have to. And even though you go seek this out and they say, take all these things, you can find to do it another way. I love going through and if someone, you know, it's like, oh, I've got this recipe or I got this and I don't like that about it. I love to see how I can make it healthy. I like to change it. Yeah, yeah, This may be what this says, but I don't have to just do it that way. There's got to be another way. And so it's like. You don't have to just take the status quo of what's going on out there and then and then not change it your own way or what works best for you and your family. Yeah. Don't believe the story that others t- say about you. Believe the story you say yes, about you. Definitely. And if you don't like things in your life and you want to make change, you have to change your story first. The story you say about yourself, the story you think about yourself. And, and if you're raising up children, again— they're going to believe the story you tell them about right. them. And then, and then eventually if they don't, if that's, they're going to check out and believe their friend's stories. So make sure that our TV story or social media story right. or the counselor story. And they, you want them to know that your story about them is always true. It's they can do, they can do all things through Christ who strengthens them. Right. They're smart. Cause you're coming from they, love. You yes. love your kids like yes. nobody else. Right. And you keep that story full of love. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even though it doesn't, there's days like, I don't mm-hmm. know, but it's always love first. Always. Guys, that's good stuff. And as a uh, sort of a afterthought on that, you mentioned the marriage work and it. it's, it's funny you bring that up because um, <laughs> one of the biggest things that we teach couples is, uh, and, you know, forget the presenting problems. There are always major issues that have to be dealt with, no doubt. But, you know, one of the things we we teach couples is if you're truly going to change the trajectory of your family and of your relationship, you have got to become good celebrators of each other. Because so often we are focused on, you know, the criticism and the, the things we feel entitled for or whatever. But when we can help two people see the good in each other and see the things worth celebrating in their marriage, it kind of becomes a bit of an addiction for them. And we always like to say it this way that celebration and criticism cannot coexist. And I think there's a personal lesson in there for many people as well. You know, and the same with thoughts. If we're if we're focused on the bad all the time, we're gonna get that result. We're gonna perpetuate that result. We're gonna solidify mm-hmm. it. So I love that you said that. I think it's such an affirmation and uh, good stuff. Well, to the audience out there, um, spinegeek.com, that's our resource. That's where we always direct you to and hope that you would check out um, the many wonderful things that are out there for you to engage with. We thank you for your time. Looking forward to the next episode where we continue this conversation. So we hope that you'll join us in a couple of weeks from now. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.